Lester, the Nightfly. On the Pacific Radio Network. Also made available on PRX, the Public Radio Exchange. All hit radio. Lester the Nightfly? Lester the Nightfly. I'm Lester the Nightfly. Lester the Nightfly. I'm Lester the Nightfly. Hello, Baton Rouge. Won't you turn your radio? the Nightfly. This is your host, PJ Ewing. It's part two of a multi-part series on Wayne Shorter. Last week, we explored a bunch of work by Wayne and then took a step or two away from Wayne Shorter, and we're going to continue that theme. So we'll hear work that he's involved in, that Wayne Shorter wrote, that he performed on, and then we're going to see where that leads us. I've got some really interesting little pathways that we're going to go down as part of this one-hour show. Uh, this is Nefertiti in the background. This is a Miles Davis record called Nefertiti. This is a track written by Wayne Shorter. Let's listen to that, and then we're going to explore it a little bit further.
are the words of a dear friend of mine and a great jazz pianist, Dave Kikoski. Miles wanted him for years, and finally Miles got him because he could play the saxophone and improvise, but also he wanted him for his compositions. He would literally walk up to Miles Davis and hand him a big folder and say, here, Mr. Davis, these are some of my new songs. And Miles would just open it. It was like the Holy Grail or something. He would just open it and just like look at it and say, oh. Now, Miles Davis said Wayne was the only person who can notate music the way Charlie Parker could. They could just write these things down. They One thing is having it in your head, but Wayne can just write it down and it would just be every one, every piece would be a, a new a new composition of genius. And he knew how to notate the notes. So you just pick up whatever whatever instrument you play, you just play what he wrote and it just sounds incredible. And Wayne would just write these songs like he's like writing an email. He's like nothing, but he worked, he worked hard. Anyway, it's the best way I could describe it. So that's Nefertiti from the Miles Davis album entitled Nefertiti. It's one of three songs Wayne Shorter wrote for Miles Davis for that studio album that was released in March of 1968. Some great other artists on that record as well, including Herbie Hancock. There are two other versions, though, that I want you to hear. The first is by Chick Corea, and the second is very recent by Terrence Blanchard in a record that he recorded in 2021, which is a tribute to Wayne Shorter. Let's listen to pieces of those back to back. Thank you. 
That's a recording by Terrence Blanchard on his 2021 record, Absence. It's a tribute to Wayne Shorter. The track title is actually called Fall, but it is indeed the song Nefertiti. We've got one more thing to do with this song. Let's listen to it for another minute. And I want you to pay attention to the tonality, the breathing, the rasp, the sound of that saxophone. And then we're going to do something with that. that I was at the Village Vanguard in 2022. And it was a normal night. I didn't really know what I was doing other than seeing a jazz pianist named Gerald Clayton. It turns out that Gerald Clayton did not have a rhythm section with him that night. He just had a vibraphone artist and a saxophonist named Emmanuel Wilkins. And there it was, one of the more remarkable evenings I've heard in jazz music. We stayed for both sets, which is a feature of the Vanguard. Pretty awesome. And it was sort of hypnotic, almost as if you were on some sort of hallucinogenic substance. It was so mesmerizing. But what was most notable of the whole thing, beyond these marvelous melodies, was this saxophone sound. It was this guy, Emmanuel Wilkins, who was breathing through the instrument like I've never heard before. And there really isn't a recording out there quite yet that does justice to this extremely unique and very touching sound. There were tears in the audience just from the emotion from the instrument. So I found one track from Emmanuel Wilkins that we're going to listen to that is in some sense this uh, magical breathing sound. I don't think it really does justice, but I could not let this opportunity go by without listening to a little bit of this new artist. This is a piece called Part One, The Key, from the album Omega from 2020.
back-to-back from the album A Night in Tunisia from 1960. This is Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers. Good God, what a name. What lore, what history. Amazing. This album featured Wayne Shorter alongside trumpeter Lee Morgan, pianist Bobby Timmons, bassist Jimmy Merritt, and, of course, the drummer Art Blakey, the man who founded the Jazz Messengers. We heard Sincerely Diana, Yama, and So Tired from A Night in Tunisia. Thank you. 
1963, Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers recorded this song called Lester's Left Town. No, he hasn't. He's right here. He's Lester the Nightfly, Art. But indeed, in 1963, there was no Lester. There was no PJ. So this is called Lester's Left Town. However, on the other side, the B side of this 45, there was a little song called It's Only a Paper Moon. Now this leads me down all kinds of wonderful paths. One of them is the movie Paper Moon, one of the great movies of all time by Peter Bogdanovich. If you've not seen Paper Moon, what are you doing listening to this thing? Go rent it right now or buy it or whatever you got to do. That's a great movie. You should watch it. In the movie, there was this lovely rendition of the original song Paper Moon. Let's listen to some of this old stuff, these old Paper Moon recordings, setting us up for the Art Blakey and Jazz Messengers version that will close out our show. Let's go back in time to 1933 and hear some Paper Moon. titled If You Believed in Me, but later went by the more popular title It's Only a Paper Moon. The song was written for an unsuccessful 1932 Broadway play called The Great Magoo that was set in Coney Island. Wow. Claire Carlton first performed the song on December 2nd, 1932. So, so delightful. Now, the one that you're about to hear, this is the follow-up that was included in the movie by Paul Whitman, this is the hit version, on the Victor label in 1933, featuring Bunny Berrigan on trumpet and Peggy Healy on vocals. (laughs) ¶¶ 
You've been listening to PJ Ewing and the radio show Lester the Nightfly. We'll be back again next week with more about this marvelous, incredible, groundbreaking Wayne Shorter. See you then. This has been a PJ DJ production.